0: From tornadoes to hurricanes, blizzards, and everything in between, you're listening to the Stormfront Freaks Podcast, episode 14, for November 17th, 2016. Stormfront Freaks are former television meteorologist Mark Massaro, collegiate senior in atmospheric science Brady Harris, digital meteorologist and weather producer for The Lift on the Weather Channel app, Dina Knightley, and I'm your announcer and Skyward Network radio operator, Mark Johnson. Today, the Freaks welcome guest Radio Jay Allen, production director for CBS Radio and Transistor Radio expert. Now, here's the moderator of the Stormfront Freaks podcast, amateur storm spotter, Dale Johnson. Welcome
1: to the most entertaining weather podcast on your listening device. We are the Stormfront Freaks podcast, so thanks for listening. Uh, this is episode 14, and we are providing a weather product to get you ready for the holiday shopping and wish list season. So that's what the show's about. Uh, our guest tonight is Jay Allen, as we'll be discussing the history of weather radios. We'll also be reviewing some products you may want to have on your wish list.
0: Yay, Jay! So, All right.
1: So one, I'll tell you what, one quick segment uh, that, that we talked about having early on when we were actually putting together the ideas for this podcast was ha- having a segment called What Are You Drinking? Because uh, right. most of our listeners at this point, you understand, uh, we like to have fun and, and be entertaining. So we thought that'd be a great way to introduce everybody with What Are You Drinking? So we're actually going to do that. We're going to start that tonight, see if, uh, see if that works. Uh, I'll get started. So uh, I've got, tonight I'm drinking Monty Python's Holy Grail Ale. Wow. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, it says tempered over burning witches, okay. uh, but this is actually made uh, by Black Sheep Brewery. Uh, it's, it's brewed in uh, New York now. It actually was an English beer, but they now do this mm. in New York. But Monty Python's Holy Grail ale—that my drink of choice tonight. MJ, what about you? you?
0: Wait, you were hungover,
2: but you got (laughs) better.
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) I'm not dead
0: yet. yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am drinking a classic Morgan and uh, Coke—a combination of uh, Captain Morgan spiced rum and 100% leaded uh, Coca-Cola—and tonight in a classic uh, collector's edition. Uh, Millennium uh, Walt Disney glass. Yeah, that's cool. Let
2: me see the glass again. That's cool. That would be right It tastes there. so good. It tastes so good. Oh, it it's, it's like <laughs> a scene that? from Frozen. Uh, that's
1: wrong movie. Wrong movie. Well, Maz, Maz, right, what, are yes. you, what are you drinking tonight, brother?
2: I have Colorado chilled ice frozen filtered water. Oh, yeah. you're
0: getting crazy! Yeah, it, aren't
2: I?
1: You're getting crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna drink
2: right. of water. Hang on. Oh, wonderful. Oh, mm. gosh.
1: slow down. Slow oh. down. All right. Uh, a lot of you also know we've been in the uh, we've been doing a co-host search, and we've actually finished our co-host search. If if you've been following us on social media, you know that we finished that. And after working with three talented storm chasers, and really all three of them from various backgrounds. Uh, we made the difficult decision to actually bring on board Jennifer Watson as our permanent member of the team
2: yay jen
1: yeah so we're obviously very excited about that the other uh she's going to actually be starting here in 2 weeks uh, so that's when officially we'll have jen even though she was on the last show we but even better her, news
2: like, pay her earlier is that the deal, or?
1: Yeah we didn't we budget budget was already run out okay the, all right all right got gotcha. you in december And then uh, the better news is that the other two candidates were so good. So you're probably familiar with Cam Taney and Catherine Prosev. Um, We're actually going to be having them on in the future, either as fill-ins or actually doing uh, broadcasts from the field when they're out storm chasing, where they can uh, share audio or video with us as well. So we're definitely uh, looking forward to that.
2: You know, they kind of class up the joint, I'm just saying. They do. Uh, they do. Yeah. Well,
1: obviously tonight we don't have any of the women with us, so this is going to be a bizarre, bizarre, bizarre evening. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get through. But then we also, uh, Indiana Chaser Con, by, by the time we finish this and, and the show is available, uh, Indiana Chaser Con will have happened because it's actually coming up this Saturday. However, I I, I hope I got the chance to meet you if you were there. Uh, I know I'll, we're going to be picking up a lot of new listeners from that, just having that exposure. So if if you just discovered us at the event, uh, welcome to you. Obviously, we we hope you end up having just as much fun listening as we do recording this show. And then the last thing I want to share is we're also going to start what we're going to call Stormfront Freaks Raw, Uh-oh. and we've given our listeners some behind the scenes peaks at what the hell goes on in this show that doesn't always make the broadcast. Hmm. Uh, Here's what we're going to do because we tape, we record all this video anyway. We're just going to take the unedited video of the show and we're going to put it on our YouTube channel. If you go to YouTube and just search Stormfront Freaks, uh, you'll find our YouTube channel. But we'll have Stormfront Freaks Raw if you want to watch and see the crazy crap we're doing that maybe you don't always hear on audio so be prepared like where last your,
0: time wear <laughs> your sunday best.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, sunday all
0: right because we did
2: i'm still apologizing to dina for last
0: time uh, so i, know. It's like,
1: oh, I know i actually i just officially listened to the show today uh, or finished listening to it and got to that part of it. And I still was cracking up in the car while I was listening because <laughs> I visually was seeing what was going on, <laughs> which, which was great. Oh, so, man. all right, without further ado, let's get to uh, our guest for this evening. Uh, Jay Allen. Jay is a production director with CBS radio and a transistor radio expert. So first and foremost, Jay, welcome to the show.
0: Welcome. Cool. thank you Yay.
2: You'll get no resistance from <laughs> us, Jay. Electronics <laughs> joke.
1: I get it. I get it. So um, so the, the point of having Jay on is this show is as we're nearing the holiday shopping season, uh, this particular show, we're actually going to be talking about a number of different weather products. Uh, but specifically, uh, obviously, weather radios are a big part of that. And so uh, we want to have Jay on because he's, he's got a, a big long standing history with transistor radios and such. But I guess first and foremost, Jay, give our listeners an idea of your background and how you became a transistor radio buff.
3: Well, I think I started out as a nerd, uh, and that was uh, because I really loved my transistor radio as a kid more than probably anything else. Uh, and you know, back in in those days, in the late fifties and early sixties, transistor radios, you know, everyone had them, and everyone loved them, and they were things of beauty sometimes. And it was exciting to me to be able to listen to faraway stations at night that most people weren't aware even existed. Uh and from there it's just it was a lifelong passion of getting better and better radios and as an adult I can now obtain radios I couldn't afford back then and uh it's just been a lifelong hobby for me.
2: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Fifties and sixties, I thought you were thirty nine, Jay.
3: Yeah, just like Jack Benny. <laughs> I was I, I was 39 about let's say 28 years ago. Wow.
2: We we're,
1: we're so going to have to you. Yeah, we'll have to for our um our Stormfront Freaks raw. Uh we'll have to have you on one of the breaks just quick walk us through your your beautiful museum you have in your home of some of your radios cuz uh you gave me a sneak but peek of that do. and and that was great. Sure. So I I guess let us know what maybe you know a little bit of the the history or evolution of weather radios, where, you know, how the weather banned, where did that start, when did radio
0: start to include that?
3: Yeah, well, basically, uh, there were some bad tornadoes in 1965 in the Great Lakes area, and the uh, National Weather Service decided they needed to find a better way to alert the public to impending uh, severe weather. Uh, And they started a temporary service in the 60s, but around 1970, they developed Something close to the current system, the, the NOAA uh, weather band, and they started first with one frequency, 162.550 megahertz. But today there are seven frequencies, all in that general area. Uh, and you know, as early as the 70s, Radio Shack sold Weather Cube radios, which you could sit on your desk for 1995, uh, and they've been very affordable to this day. Uh, you know, if you do a Google search right now for NOAA weather radio or weather radio, you can find workable radios beginning under $20. Uh, you know, and it's an interesting thing. Now, I, you know, I live in an inland area, and I'm, you know, in Connecticut. We don't have a lot of severe weather, although we can have blizzards and, and you know, severe storms. But in the summer. find weather radio is interesting just to know what the weather is going to be in more detail than I can get from, you know, normal radio and TV stations. So I find it enjoyable, especially in the summer, uh, to listen to the NOAA station for 15 minutes. Then I really know what's going on in my area.
2: Fifteen minutes. That's impressive.
3: Well, they're, 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 uh, they're, um, you know, they're computer generated voices. Some are male, some are female. (laughs) They have trouble pronouncing the local streets and towns sometimes, but um, basically the information repeats, and depending on, some stations repeat a loop as short as five minutes, some that cover wider areas. For instance, where I live, one of the stations I can receive covers um, Long Island Sound. Those loops can be 10, or 12, or 15 minutes before you have heard all the information, and it begins to repeat. That's where, like, the horoscope ends up in there, too, right? the wave height is six feet don't really affect me that much here in Hartford
2: (laughs) waves are six feet and if you're a
4: Sagittarius
3: (laughs) Um, you know and the other thing that's interesting about weather radio there there are a couple thousand of these stations around the country and they generally have about a 40 mile radius depending on your local terrain but in my area because I happen to be kind of at a high elevation I'm near the top of a hill I can receive four different uh NOAA weather stations and they cover different areas but interestingly the one that covers my area is not the one that's closest to me and it's a little bit difficult to receive so that's that's kind of unusual
2: did jay just say he's high on a hill is that what he said <laughs>
4: <Whoa>. <laughs> I, I heard that there you go.
1: so what uh, what what are some of the features jay cuz obviously um when they first were produced it was really just a radio that could receive the signal what what have you seen now over the years? Because I know you, you keep you continue to keep up on on radios. What have you noticed as far as features and and what do we see now?
3: Well, one thing I will say is that back in those days, other than the dedicated weather radios such as that Radio Shack Weather Cube uh, that I mentioned, there were a lot of uh, multi-band radios that were you know AM and shortwave, such as the Zenith Transoceanic radios, which are very popular. Uh, And the later transistorized models of those covered the high frequency bands that that encompassed the NOAA weather frequencies and and several other frequencies. Uh, But those radios were not very sensitive. The transoceanics that I have can barely receive the signals that come in like locals on modern radios. And that's because in those days, very high frequency reception like this was a little bit more difficult to obtain in a portable unit than it is today. the sophistication of electronics has improved, so now a $20 weather radio can receive better than my, let's say, 1968 Zenith Transoceanic. Uh, and so, you know, there, there were those multiband radios. Sometime in the 80s or 90s, uh, they began to get better reception. And today, it's interesting, I have probably eight or nine radios which, which happen to cover the weather band. I don't have any dedicated weather radios, but I have... Shortwave radios that include weather band or AM radios that include weather band. and most of them receive pretty much identically. There's not a big difference in weather band reception. Um, and the main feature that they have now is the alert function, which is really good if you're uh, you know on the water or in a you know storm prone area, you know if tornadoes are forecast and you want to have an early alert, these radios can be put into alert mode. Uh, and in that mode, the radio is not playing. it's silent, but it's actually listening for an emergency alert tone. And if one is sent, then the radio wakes up and alerts you. you can either have a siren or just have the audio. Uh, and that can be a real lifesaver, you know, if you're in a you know a really storm prone area. The one thing that I would say is that there are a lot of battery operated weather radios. But if you want to use the alert function, it's better to have one that plugs into external power because in the alert mode, the radio is actually on and receiving 24/7 and it wouldn't take more than a day or two for your batteries to be depleted so if you you know if you're going to want a radio that has the alert function and you're going to use it with any regularity get a radio that uses external power in addition to batteries as a backup
2: i also like the alert function cuz if you want to sleep and only be awakened if it's in your area, that's nice yeah,
0: true. Yeah, very true. I had,
2: I had the old radio shack one from like 1980 and it went off for like every single thing, mm-hmm.
1: you know, <laughs> all 20, 20 in the area. Miles away. But, yeah. so they, they,
5: how reliable are how how, how, how the radios? Do, is there ever a time where, you know, the, the interference might um, cause them to go out or something like that? or the signal might not get through. What are kind of those instances? Does that happen?
3: Well, I I think you kind of have to get a feel for what the normal reception is like in your area. Uh, As I said earlier, I can receive several of the NOAA weather frequencies. There are seven different frequencies, and I can receive four, sometimes five of them. Uh, The one that I listen to most often is not a very strong signal, so some days it's a little bit clearer than others, uh, but it's always there. Uh, And Because it's a very high frequency, you know, in 162 megahertz range FM signal, It's not bothered by atmospheric conditions as much as AM or shortwave would be. So they're generally fairly reliable, but if you have a very marginal signal, I guess I wouldn't feel as safe as if I had a stronger station near me. Um, One thing I can also say uh, is because the the frequency is so high, again, they're from 162.4 megahertz up to 162.5 megahertz, where a shortwave, for instance, ends at 30 megahertz. Sometimes you get better reception by shortening the whip antenna on the radio. Uh, if okay. it's an FM radio or shortwave radio, could have an antenna that extends to three, four, or five feet. But I found that sometimes something close to 12 or 18 inches will actually improve the reception of the NOAA frequency, so you can experiment mm-hmm. with that.
5: Okay. What, so
1: what um, I guess thing? when you're when people are looking for a weather radio, let's say – they're deciding yeah i i need to get one or i should get one for a family member or friend uh, i guess what are the different ones to look for
3: um, well there are many major
1: brands and such yeah
3: I mean, you know there are very familiar brands such as kato k a i t o usa uh first alert is one Sanjin makes many uh you know, Midland uh, is a variable company. They have some fairly cheap things, but they have some good ones, too. And some of the, you know, the, the catalog places like L.L. Bean will have some emergency radios, which usually have weather band. Um, You know, but generally, I guess I just avoid the very cheapest radios because the main differences in them is going to be the build quality. And you can just tell when you pick something up if it's really flimsy plastic or if it feels a little more solid. So I probably wouldn't buy that seventeen ninety nine ambient weather radio that I found on uh, uh, on Amazon, but you know, if you spend twenty, thirty, or forty dollars for an emergency radio or a desktop radio, it, it should be fine. Uh, you know, just learn it, use it, get the feel for it before you're in an emergency situation, and you'll have some confidence.
2: What do you think about the ones where you can actually like, uh, if you're out camping, you can do the crank and it generates,
3: you know, you as you crank it, it generates its own battery power. Emergency radios, I have several of those, too, and, you know, I think one of the prime values of those, well, the the two main things about emergency radios are you could store one away for 10 years and know that it would be there when you needed it because you wouldn't have to worry about the batteries having gone dead or leaked after 10 years. And they can also charge a cell phone. So if you don't have the ability to charge a cell phone in any other way, if your power was out, uh, that could be a really you know, a life-saving thing. In general, the the so-called emergency radios, which are the hand crank, uh, solar radios, are very minimalist radios. If you buy any regular radio that costs, let's say, forty or fifty dollars or more, it's liable to be a better-sounding radio, you have better reception on the various bands, even though the weather band doesn't vary as much as AM and FM reception does on modern radios. Uh, so basically, I consider the emergency radios you know, really devices, but they're seldom really fine radios. There. They're basic radios.
2: Do you live in an earthquake zone? That's what I'm just
3: curious. <laughs> <laughs> not unless I fall out of bed. Um, no, normally. It's <laughs> <high>. <laughs> <laughs> all or right. You
2: live in a swing. I love your your video is all moving, and I'm like, I'm getting nauseous. Uh, like <laughs> <not> a <at all. laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I
3: don't have a camera, so.
1: Well, Jay, let's. John... Let's do this first and foremost uh before we move on. What what's the best way if listeners have questions? Because obviously that you're a breadth of information when it comes to you know not only weather radios, but but any kind of you know transistor small personal radio. What's the best way if they have a question or want to get in touch with you that they can do that?
3: Well, you can email me uh through my website at radiojallen at gmail dot com. That's J-A-Y-A-L-L-E-N, Radio J Jay Allen. At gmail.com and i invite you to go to my website too which is radiojallen.com and you can see the radios that i've reviewed see some of my collection you can ask me questions and uh, get in touch with me that way
2: speaking of which do we do we get to see the collection here we will yeah we'll
1: do that on break we'll uh we'll we'll check that out so let's do this it's time for our lightning round this is our speed round of questions for our guest and tonight we are playing putting on the hits talking radios uh, this this might not have anything to do with weather radios, but certainly uh, has everything to do with radios. So Jay, here's what we're gonna do. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. I've got six questions that cover six different decades.
2: Wait, you're holding up ten fingers when you say six? <laughs>
1: no, I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm I'm passionately getting into the lightning round as I always do. So we're we're playing putting on the hits. So this is via Billboard's top 100. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a year and I'm going to give you three answers of a song. And you have to tell me which song was number one that year. Here's what we'll do. You can give an answer. I'll have you give an answer first, and then I'm going to also turn it over to our co-hosts and between them, they can uh, decide to what their answer is going to be. Does that make sense? Okay. It does. We'll get, we'll get everybody involved tonight since we have fewer people. So here's we're, we're,
2: we're, we're going to
1: start with 1965. So going way back to 1965.
2: Jay, remember you were 40 then. Remember?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Holy which
5: crap! <laughs>
1: which of these? Which of these songs was number one in 1965? Was it "Wooly Bully" by Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs? "I Can't Help Myself" Sugar Pie Honey Bunch. By the Four Tops, or I can't get no satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Jay,
3: oh boy, I'll go with the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones,
1: all right, freaks. What do you guys think? I'm thinking Wooly Bully.
0: I'm. I'm going? Cheating? I think he was right. Okay, you and know, Brady I, wasn't. Brady wasn't any, even a. Any thought sort yet. of
5: music before 2010? <laughs> wow.
1: uh, all right. So, the yeah, correct uh, answer, uh, Jay, the correct answer,
5: unfortunately, is Wooly Bully by yeah. Sam the Shaman the Pharaoh. Oh, you, you, oh, you did not know that, Maz. That was a complete no, guess. Yeah, Maz is oh usually the internet. Gosh. We talked <laughs> about him
0: <laughs> cheating before. I can see Maz typing.
1: Exactly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, Unreal. here we go. Jay, 1975, moving into the 70s, uh, the number one song, was it? Rhinestone Cowboy by Glenn Campbell, Philadelphia Freedom by Elton John, or Love Will Keep Us Together by Captain and Tennille.
3: Oh my God, I hope it wasn't Captain and Tennille. Love <laughs>
1: <we keep laughs>
3: <together>. Gee, that's. tough <laughs> <Like> a
1: Rhinestone <laughs> Cowboy.
3: Yeah, I find it hard to believe Is that. Is that helping? Number one, or two. Oh What's boy. I, I, I'm going to play it safe and go with Elton John.
1: All right, Elton John, Philadelphia Freedom, freaks. What do you think?
2: You know, I was thinking Philadelphia Freedom until number three came.
0: Check along. the internet. I think it might no.
2: Have been. Okay, I, <laughs> I was. I'm again. thinking it's the. Uh, what was the third one again?
1: Uh, Level keep us together, yeah, Captain. No, I, and
2: I think it was that one. Yeah, I
0: think it might have been.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, and Brady, I'm assuming you're not going to answer. So I haven't heard
5: of any of these artists. The correct answer, Jay,
1: is love will keep us together. Yeah. Oh. That goes to the freaks again. All right, Jay, we're moving on to
3: 1985. I'm on a roll here. You sure you want to ask me another All one? Right. Yeah, we're
1: good. 1985. Uh, this number is when one you had song. the big
2: hair, big hair, Jay. Yeah.
1: Was it, was it, wake me up before you go, go by wham was it careless whisper by wham or like a virgin by madonna jay what do you think
3: boy well madonna was pretty powerful i'll go with madonna
2: all right freaks what do you think Yeah, i'm thinking madonna too yeah i'm going with madonna
5: you know what, I'll throw it in there. Go ahead. Go for, you know that is. Go for Madonna. Go for Madonna.
1: You were a thought at this point. All right, everybody yeah. says Madonna, and you're all wrong. It was I Careless Whisper once. by Wham.
5: Oh, oh come on.
1: All right. All right, moving on to 1995, Jay. Uh <laughs> one song. Was it Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio, Waterfalls by TLC, or Creep by TLC?
3: 1995. <laughs> Jay, what, what say you? <laughs> I would just have to say Eeny, Meeny, Miney, mo." I, I don't know. I like the name Creep, but I don't know.
1: All right, okay, so you say Creep TLC. All right, Freaks, what do you say? Is
2: this 1995?
1: 1995. Number one hey, song. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> they they did have music. They did have music. I'm thinking Waterfalls. All right.
5: Lady Waterfall, Gaga wasn't around then, was she?
1: No, I don't think I don't, so. I don't know.
5: Okay. Wow.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, the correct answer is Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. Oh, oh, man.
5: That was 1995.
1: Man. All right, we got two more. Jay, we're, now, Jay, we're getting into your territory because now we're in 2005. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to get better, right? All right, so 2005. Number one song, was it Gwen Stefani and Hollaback Girl, Mario, Let Me Love You, or Mariah Carey, we belong together.
5: Ain't well, no what do you to think? back, girl. Ain't no to back, girl. few time's a bit around my
2: All right. So he knows how. All right. <laughs> he knows what. <one. laughs> kind of wished he didn't at this moment, but.
5: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: all right, Jay, is it Mariah,
1: Mariah? What do we got? Gwen Stefani, Mario, or Mariah Carey?
3: Mariah Carey. Okay. That's Three, a pure so guess. What do you
0: say? Yeah.
1: Call back, you. girl.
0: I'm going with Mariah Carey. Follow back, girl. All yeah, uh, right. Correct
1: answer is Mariah Carey. No. We belong together. Jay, way to go. Brady. You got yeah, that I one, heard right? Song all over the radio. That's
5: bull crap.
1: Jay, I told you it's going to get better. It's <laughs> getting better. All right, last one. We're 2015. So this is just last year, right? We We can't forget what just happened last year. Um, drinking, I, I'm right. probably going to have trouble seeing <laughs> what these songs Unless are. You didn't even need
3: last year, <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. So, number one song 2015 was it "See You Again" by Charlie Puth, "Uptown Funk" by Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars, or "Thinking Out Loud" by Ed Sheeran? And no, okay, well, I screwed that up already. Was it "See You Again" by Wiz Khalifa?
5: Oh, um, well, Khalif- wait! Hold on! Hold on! Okay, okay. Khalifa? Khalifa. Khalifa, Hold on! Hold Khalifa. on! Hold on! That, that is, oh my! God. <laughs> I told you I was gonna <laughs> it up. All right, Khalifa. All
1: right. See yeah, you I'm again, gonna... Wiz Khalifa. Right? <laughs> no, Khalifa. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa. Khalifa.
3: Khalifa. Khalifa. Khalifa.
1: Just Just at least pretend, <laughs> pretend to be cool. Just pretend Wiz- to be him. Wiz Lufa. All right, Wiz Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth, Uptown Funk. Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars or Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran.
3: Uptown Funk.
1: All right. That's That's an uptown job. Funk, what uptown you say? Fun. Nice.
2: Yeah. Hey,
1: you would all be yeah. right. Look at that memory. You yeah. guys, good job. I uh, heard that Check on the radio. about
5: every day. Every Check day out because... that hip
1: group of people we got on this show.
5: That's yeah. unbelievable. All right. Hey, okay. oh, great, great job. Teletha, you know.
1: <laughs> Jay, that was great, man. We appreciate you playing along and having fun with us. Sure. Um, but thanks for being on. We're, we're going to go ahead and take our first break for uh, Brady's Storm School.
5: This is Storm School, where together we'll take an in-depth look into certain weather phenomenon Why they happen, where they happen, what causes them. Some topics we'll cover, the things you might have never heard before or things you've heard a lot. Welcome to Storm School. Class is in session. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to Storm School. I'm Brady. And today we're going to talk about some winter weather warnings, advisories, and watches. Exactly what they mean, exactly how often they're issued, and how much snow, ice, or you know freezing rain you're going to get with each so let's first start off first of all this is pretty on point because we're starting to get into that season where um, you know in December January especially into February um, in the east the northeast the midwest even sometimes in the south you get these big storms to come through um, that getting up a lot of snow cause a lot of headaches cause a lot of travel problems so you and you probably come across a lot of these warnings or advisories um, throughout your time so let's first start off with the uh, least significant, so the uh, advisories. Um, so there's four, advi- there's four different advisories. Um, there's the winter weather advisory, which is basically it's, it's a downgraded winter storm warning, meaning you're probably, you know, depending on where you live, um, it's different criteria. Say in Ohio, you know, our criteria for a winter weather advisory is two to five inches of snow. Now you get down into um, Atlanta, you know their winter weather advisory is basically any snow because it's it's all a matter of what they usually get. So in Ohio, two to five inches isn't a lot. In Atlanta, it is. Um, the next one's a freezing rain advisory. Um, that's basically just talking about a dusting to you know a tenth of an inch of freezing rain that you're gonna get. Um, It's not that significant, um, not going to cause much travel delays. Lake Effect Snow Advisory, once again, it's uh, a little bit of Lake Effect snow. You'll see these around Cleveland um, pretty often, actually. Um, If there's a Lake lake Effect Snow event and you're on the outside of that event, you'll probably have a Lake Effect Snow Advisory. About four inches, um, you know, four to possibly even seven inches, usually less than that, you can get a Lake Effect Snow Advisory. Because once again, that's not a lot of snow for them because they get feet and then lastly is the wind chill advisory these are issued in the fall and spring when people aren't um necessarily used to the wind chills um actually no sorry that's my bad these are issued in the winter uh, when wind chills uh exceed negative 15 degrees fahrenheit which once again is pretty cold but it's not record cold it's not you know if you're outside for a very long period of time you could get injured all right so now on to the winter uh storm warnings um actually no we'll go to the watches first so to start off uh probably the least significant one of these is got to be a winter storm watch just because it's the most broad it's basically saying that um you know a significant winter storm is possible over the next 12 uh, to 24 even to 72 hours sometimes they issue them if if the confidence is high Um, basically the snowfall you have to have is seven inches or more in 12 hours or less or nine inches in 24 hours. So it's got to be a pretty significant storm, um, to get that winter storm watch. It doesn't necessarily mean a winter storm is going to happen. Once again, a watch is different than a warning. A watch means it's possible. A warning means it's happening. Now the next watch is a lake effect snow watch, which means lake effect snow of over seven inches in 12 hours or over nine inches in 24 hours. Is likely to happen. It's not happening yet. It's likely to happen, and then a blizzard watch means a blizzard's possible in the next 24 hours. Once again, um, basically wind gusts of 35 miles an hour or greater. Um, and there's no really snow requirement for a blizzard watch. It's it's usually assumed that with a blizzard watch will come um, a lot of snow, but that's not always the case. So now onto the warnings. Once again, a blizzard warning is a blizzard event is imminent or it's actively occurring which means you're going to have once again winds 35 miles an hour and a lot of snow coming down ice storm warning these these can get pretty tricky and 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 to be pretty nasty actually if you have an ice storm warning you're going to get a lot of ice up you know usually a half an inch or greater a lot of you know you're going to lose power um, and a lot of other nasty things are going to happen and you're going to have at least half an inch of ice in 50 percent of the zone or greater and then a lake effect snow warning um, basically it means the lake effect snow events happening. Once again, the warnings means it's happening. It means there's actively a lake effect snow band dropping seven or more inches, 12 hours, um, or greater than that in 24 hours. Um, so that's a lake effect snow warning. Wind chill warning means temperatures are dropping or wind chill temperatures are dropping below negative 25. If you're ever in a wind chill warning, you're going to take definitely avoid outdoors because you can get frostbite very very quickly when wind chills are below negative 25 um, degrees fahrenheit usually most schools and even colleges will close if that's the case and then lastly a winter storm warning that's basically saying a winter storm is of, in effect the winds aren't um, necessarily great enough to you know upgrade it to a blizzard warning but um, you know, you're still getting over 7 inches in 12 hours, um, over 9 inches in 24 hours. Once again, that's depending on where you are because, you know, I, in Atlanta, you, you'll you'll often see winter storm warnings for, um, you know, 4 inches of snow. So if you're in Ohio, in the Midwest, winter storm warnings are usually 7 inches or more. If you're down south, some of those winter storm warnings will actually be for less snow than that, but it will still be significant amount for you in that area. So bottom line is, guys, there's a lot of weather weather warnings, weather watches, weather advisories. Hopefully, you can look back on this guide when you ever see one of these warnings. And, and hopefully, this can explain to you more um, exactly what it's going to mean. All right. to the
4: podcast. All
1: right. Welcome back. Uh, so this episode, we're, we're doing something a little different as we're in this holiday shopping season. And we wanted to introduce and review some weather-related products that you may want to get either for that special weather someone, uh, even if it's you, right? <laughs> so I, I want to announce first, joining us tonight, uh, we have Brett Ratner. He's the PR manager for Cheney Instrument Company and in Accurite. Uh, Brett, welcome to the show. Thank you for
4: having me. Welcome, us. Brett.
0: Hello,
4: So.
1: Brett. so uh, a couple of things we're going to review tonight uh, for our listeners. Uh, we want to talk a little bit first and foremost about. I'm going to start talking about the Accurite Lightning Detector. Um, this is model two zero two zero CA. But this, what what's great about this is I when I first saw this lightning detector, I thought this would be great for our fishing trip. So uh-huh. MJ, yeah, MJ and I, yes. we do this this family fishing trip up on the Minnesota Canada border. Um, every early summer, late spring. And I just thought because we're out there in the, in, in the boondocks, um, and this would be a great device. Cause here's the thing, when you're out there outside outdoors in this big expanse, you can see the lightning and you can hear the thunder, but you still sometimes don't always know how close it is. You can do the whole five second count and all that kind of stuff. But it's, it's really hard to tell. And so I saw this device as, wow, this would be great to have on the fishing trip, mm-hmm. to have on you so that when you know, because typically we, we would know when we we're expecting storms, that we could have it on us to really tell us, okay, things are close enough to get the hell off the lake right. uh, and, and get back to land. So that, that was my first thought. But what's neat about this thing is it fits right in the palm of your hand, but it also has a belt clip. So it really, it's, to me, it's like a pager if you go old school and you think about the old uh, the old pagers, uh, it's really kind of what this thing looked like. It takes it takes two AA batteries. It'll give you a distance of lightning strike up to 25 miles. So it will wow. tell you hmm. as far as 25 miles and it. But it will tell you if it's closer. If it's 11 miles away, it'll show you on the readout that it's 11. The last strike was 11 miles away. Um, you can mute it. But it does include an audible alert. Uh, it has a text alert on the display. And it also has a light alert, a red hmm. light that flashes to let you know. So that's cool. Um, I so, so here's the thing. So it's funny because when when we got the sample, it was that night. We had a thunderstorm coming through the Cincinnati area. Oh, and wow. so, I you know, and this is in late October. October, I think, is probably when this was, and obviously thunderstorms aren't real popular this time of year. So I'm like, well, damn, I gotta, we gotta test this now because, oh, Brady shaking your head like, oh, but they, <laughs> well, they still come every once in a while. Oh, well, I well, we, right. I mean, they yeah, do. All
5: right, you lost so, him. So in anyway,
1: paper. my my chances of being able to review how this thing works were going to be pretty limited. So I actually got that out that night. Um, The sad thing was, is I was never really in any outdoor area. Uh, I took it, I had to go to a a Cub Scout meeting, and there's an indoor and an outdoor setting on this device, Mm. so it can kind of help you if you're going to be indoors where there might be more interference. Uh, It'll adjust accordingly. So I I did take it with me, and a couple times I went outside with it. The problem was, is I was outside of a church and in a parking lot with all these big fluorescent lights And apparently those are distractions uh, to the lightning detector. Mm. So the thing was, is it would record. It was recording. Every time I saw a lightning strike, it would trigger. And I saw that it would trigger. It was just having a hard time measuring distance because I was surrounded by all these big fluorescent lights. So Ah. I had a little bit of challenge with it that night. But I can tell you right now, you know, it's designed not... I don't need a lightning detector when I'm at a Cub Scout meeting. You understand? That, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's not when I need yeah. that device. I need but that device.
0: A Cub Scout campout. True. Yes, exactly. Very true. That's my
1: point. If if I was golfing, if I was camping, if I was fishing, any kind of outdoor sporting event where I'm out in a big area, um, hiking, any of that kind of stuff, you know, that's when you need this device. Uh, you know, we had an episode earlier about um, you know lightning and, and how, you know how are we still getting 30 40 deaths a year from lightning when yeah. people know you know that that's a killer yet people are still outside and, and everything else so that to me is is when this device is really going to be ideal um, I noticed the manufacturer's uh, recommended sales price was 44.99 um, I did see it on Amazon for 28.99 uh as well so this is a very affordable device for something that obviously can save lives but uh brett help me out what what have i missed about this device um that's important
4: uh a couple of things it, it's my understanding that visually you can see lightning up to 10 miles away and and this has a range of 25 miles so basically it's uh uh, you know, it's extending it's extending the range which you can detect it, which will in turn give you a little more time to uh, you know take shelter or take action. You know, if you're you're in a situation where you might be vulnerable. Um, the other thing, this is more like kind of a factoid, but uh, you ever you ever like listen to the radio and you hear lightning? You know, there's lightning. You hear the radio crackle.
5: Yep, mm-hmm. AM yep. radio. Yep, mm-hmm. yep.
4: Yeah. So it's it's um. So this kind of works on a similar concept that a a, a, a lightning you know a lightning strike will will emit a radio signal and basically this will uh, this will recognize that specific signature but be able to differentiate it from other radio waves. That's cool. kind of the principle of how it works. Right? Cool. And, you know, I think you got it. I think you got most of it. And actually, uh, this year we've um, we've just rolled out some. Uh, Lightning detectors in our weather stations. So, uh, so you got, so you have a portable option and then you also have one that, uh, you know, that you can have at home.
5: Great. Now, does it, now, does it tell, does it tell the distance and does it warn? No, obviously I know it tells the distance, but does it like say, hey, you know, when the lightning's within, you know, 10 miles, does it tell people you need to go inside or is it just distance?
4: Actually, Kind of funny. We had a we had a lightning storm at work. I think about a week or two ago, and, uh, and these things were going off all over the building. But <laughs> there were there was one that was super loud, and uh, and uh, I recall it saying something to like, uh, you know, take get inside.
3: Like it okay. you was. Know,
4: I think it was like less than a mile. And okay. you know, I should know this, but uh, it uh, actually did give you a. Uh, give you a warning when it was when it was extremely close
5: okay because i think that's important too because you know if the average person gets that you know they might not know that hey when lightning's this close you need you know it it can strike you so i think that's i think that's important well and brett i got a question if
4: if the distance is is kind of coming down you know there's like say three or four strikes and each strike is you know the distance is decreasing you can kind of extrapolate that the storm is moving toward you
5: yeah yeah
2: now is the sensitivity like so sensitive if, if like my kids are walking across the carpet dragging their socks it's going <laughs> to pick up that spark or what
4: <laughs> i i've not i've not noticed that it, it actually seemed pretty i was as soon as it started uh storming like i the first thing i did was threw some batteries in the unit and was testing it and that it was actually it, it seemed pretty spot on so
1: it it actually made to, to uh, the experience i had was the night i used it i jumped in the car and when i ignite when i turned the key on the car it triggered that i just mm-hmm. can't remember if it was uh, uh if i had it set to outdoor or indoor on the and unit that- at the time because i know if you set it for indoor it's going to be a, it's going to be able to filter some of that out a little bit better um but it 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 can it's got a good it really does. It's got a good detector on that. So, all right, let's um, let's jump to Maz because Maz, you had the other Accurite product we were going to review, which is their portable NOAA weather radio. Um, yeah, what can you tell us about that?
2: Yeah, I like it. It's it's uh, it's really cool. It's I mean, it fits in the palm of your hand as well. It's like a, it's almost like a small walkie-talkie. Uh, Brady won't know what that is, but uh, it's from days gone by. Are you uh, kidding me?
5: I have are you t- calling t- me on t- a- a t- They are right here, yeah. When I go paintballing. I use those things all the time.
2: Wow, he's a little sensitive tonight, isn't he? Anyway, anyway, no, I like this. It's it's portable. It's got a little place for uh, so you can you know put it on your belt loop or you can hang it like a lanyard around your neck if you're going someplace. Um, it has a base. So that uh, obviously if you're in your house, you want to keep it on the base just so that it's not drawn, <clears throat> excuse me, on the batteries and stuff. It is really amazing because, it, it, I mean, half of your manual is all the possible codes that it could go off for. I mean, to the point where I was like, if one of the meteorologists at the weather service has a hangnail, I think it will alert us for that specific <laughs> setting. <laughs> I'm like... Man, there's a there's a lot of possible things that are on here. You know, I mean, you obviously get your blizzard warning, you know, coastal flood warning, contaminated water warning. I could have used that earlier because I was drinking oh. filtered water. But uh, but I mean, it's it's pretty amazing that you can set it for those things and that you can also set it for um, your specific county. I I did like that side of things as well. Um, and I checked the price around it. I want to say, it wasn't it like, uh, it like 39, 40 bucks, something like that. Is that right, Brett? 39.99, uh,
4: suggested retail.
2: Awesome. Yeah. So that fits right in there. Um, I like it, especially that it's portable and it's got the head jack, uh, headphone jack. So if you want to like listen to it without, you know, if you're in the car and you're driving and stuff and you're going from place to place and the family's sleeping, you know, you could still listen to it as well. That's pretty cool. I like that. It's a good product
4: you. Uh, yeah, so, um, so it can get uh, NOAA, National Weather Service, Department of Defense, and Weather Radio Canada. So those are the three. And then, yeah, what you were what you were referring to is uh, called Same. Um, I'm forgetting what the acronym is for, but basically, so you're not getting all kinds of messages that don't apply to you. You can program it for the for your location, so you're only getting. You're only getting alerts that, that pertain to where you're
2: at. So does it automatically pick up all of those bands or do you have to set it so that it picks up Department of Defense and everything?
4: Um, I think I think you set your location and it'll get all of those.
2: Okay. That's what I thought. That's because, I mean, it was, it was actually pretty simple to operate. I just thought, oh, man, was there more that I didn't realize? And uh, so, no, it does it all for you. That's nice.
1: What what's great about that same technology is that's what allows you to plug in, you know, your county in your state, so that you're only getting alerts when it actually affects your county, not when it fe- not when it affects the entire listening area of that particular transmitter. So it, it gets really okay. specific. Uh, so you're not getting bothered by something that's four counties away from you.
2: Yeah, and it's real
1: lightweight too.
4: Yeah, it'd be going off all the time. So. <laughs> well,
1: yeah. well, Brett, tell us, uh, t- tell us a little bit about you know the line of Accurite weather products because you talked a little bit about also the personal weather stations, but but what are what are kind of the other products that you guys have that are weather related uh, that our listeners would be interested in?
4: Okay, so so actually, our our core products are our personal weather stations. So. Um, like our currently our premium weather station has a a five in one outdoor sensor, which is your your uh, wind direction, wind speed, rainfall, temperature, and humidity. and then um, inside the house, there's a variety of options that you have. You can have a standalone digital display that uh, will also pick up the barometric pressure and you know it's kind of a self enclosed you know self-contained system where you know you, you just use that to, to view conditions and and you know get a weather forecast and that if you want to be connected we have uh, a couple options we have PC connect enabled so uh, you can you can plug the digital display into your uh, PC and then more recently your Mac computer so that you can stream it to the internet where you can you know look at it on a smartphone or a tablet or a web browser if you're away um, we also, have, uh, we also have an internet bridge, which we call the Smart Hub, which will, which will just you just hook into your your router, and that will receive uh, wireless signal from up to ten different sensors. So hypothetically, so hypothetically, you could have a uh, you know your weather sensor outside, and then you could have you know some various sensors in and around your house. You know like checking your basement we can check for um you know leaks uh, soil temperature indoor temperature and humidity um you know there's a there's a way to to uh, check you know to kind of set an alert if you're in danger of frozen pipes so we've kind of expanded into you know basic you know like general home monitoring and then uh we we introduced a new uh, a new app platform called my accurate where you can where you can see all these sensors on your phone or your tablet or a web browser and set alerts uh, if, you know, if conditions will require attention. Like, let's say, you know, let's say if, if it hasn't rained in so many days, you can set an alert that you know to water your garden, you know, things like that.
1: What, uh, where, where I guess, tell, tell people where we can find uh, these products. What's the okay, best
4: place? Okay, so, uh, so we're at... Uh, Retailers were at uh, Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart, Kohl's. Um, prim- our weather products are primarily available on Amazon. Our connected weather products are primarily available on Amazon and Accurite.com, which is A C U R I T E.com.
1: Wonderful. Well, Brad, hey, we appreciate you taking the time. I know you're calling in from the International Space Station uh, currently. <laughs> Or Orbit, orbiting us. Uh, <laughs> no, but we really, Brett, we appreciate you taking the time uh, to kind of help us and the listeners know a little bit about what's out there uh, for the holiday season. So thanks for joining us.
4: Yeah, thank you for having me.
2: Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Brett. Thanks. Good <laughs> luck on reentry. Okay.
1: All right. So, so now I want to get into talking a little bit about uh, some of the other uh, products we have uh, through the American Red Cross store. Uh, they were kind enough to share uh, some of the items that they wanted to, to focus on for the holiday season. And, and the first thing I want to bring up is this beautiful LED flat flashlight with magnet. Uh, so this this little sucker is beautiful. It's flat. Uh, it's plastic. It's flat. It's got two LED lights on it. And it's got a magnet on the back. So you can oh, throw man. it on your fridge. Yeah, don't shine your eyes. I mean, well, you know, that's why that,
5: that is so bright. Yo. I did not expect it to be that bright. That
1: oh, is bright, but everything's self-contained in this little bad boy. Um, the batteries and everything. Throw it on your on your refrigerator.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: When the power goes out, you grab it and you got a flashlight. What do you guys think?
2: It's cool and it's, it's lightweight it's and it's nice. it's kind of like half a one of those uh, plastic rulers. It's about that thick.
1: Hey, you know what? I actually looked it up. It is five hundredths of a pound. That's how, wow. much, that's how
2: much. Yeah. It is. If you
1: can, so you can probably, you could that probably bench that,
5: right? Yeah, I can, can. I can. Twice. Twenty dollars
2: shipping and handling, right?
1: My
5: question is, how, what what happens if the battery runs out? Then what happens? Well, everybody. here's
1: here's the good thing about this, guys. <laughs> I think this would be an outstanding stocking stuffer. Yeah, I think it's so, so. it's only three bucks. Yep. You go to the American Red Cross store for three bucks, you can get a bunch of these for your family. Throw them in the uh-huh. stockings. It's a great little emergency piece um for everybody really anybody that you don't have to be in a tornado or hurricane prone or blizzard prone area in case Um, uncle
2: charlie doesn't pay his electric bill right (laughs)
1: power power goes out right
0: i I, I will say when i first took it out i looked and went well i can't replace the battery and so i thought well that's (laughs) that was going to be a downside but the in order to turn it on you have to press it and keep it down so it doesn't allow you to leave it to turn it on and forget right turned on so True. i suspect it'll yeah. i suspect there's some life to it you know perfect
2: for morse code yeah. too yeah and,
1: and think when about I, it seriously it's three bucks how much right. is no, is right. a couple of d-cell batteries yes yeah anyway well the kind diesel
0: are even more expensive diesel d-cell. oh d-cell, d-cell. oh d-cell. D-cell. <laughs> d-cell. This is is not bin like, diesel
1: not bin diesel like, oh, what? All right, uh, we're going to move on. MJ, uh, tell us a little
0: bit about the uh, Red Cross Eaton Blackout Buddy. Yep, the Blackout Buddy uh, came, the the one that they sent us came in a two-pack. But what it is, it's a little, it's, you know, credit card size, but a little bit thicker. Um, And it's it's an emergency flashlight. It'll, you know, it's got three LED bulbs, and it's pretty bright. I was pretty impressed with that. Um, But it also has uh, fold-out prongs to plug it in. So the actual purpose of it, and I think where it's probably most useful, uh, is like in a hallway in your uh, in your home uh, or, you know, somewhere like that, because it has a little nightlight on the bottom that shines down and kind of illuminates the floor if you have it plugged into a hallway. Uh, oh, nice little sconce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah your home or theater. Somewhere, you know, somewhere else like, <laughs> in the room or whatever. Um, but what happens if, the power, if it loses power, then the other flashlight comes on as well and it brightly illuminates the the whole area um and it's a sign to you then obviously that the power's gone out um and then you can grab it and pull it out of there and you've got a flashlight right away right you know first of all you can see where it is and second of all you can grab it and use it to Hmm. go see what you need to see Um, so it's actually a pretty neat little tool Um, it they say it has about hour battery life so the one thing i thought about was okay so the power goes out at midnight, and you're sleeping. You don't wake up until four o'clock in the morning. Has it lost all its power? You know that's that's a potential yeah. downside. But again,
2: but you know, it recharges, right?
0: Well, if the power comes back once on, you get power, power, yeah, exactly. Right, right.
5: But, yeah, right. but, you know, it could. Because if you're
2: much. asleep and the lights don't come on, do you care? I mean, you know, well.
5: Much well if the, the fan good. goes off, if the fan goes off, then that's a big deal. I always wake up. And I know. So, so
0: do I. I thought that same thing. I, I, yeah. I always notice when that when there's silence um yeah. <laughs> but i i for kids right if you've got kids right sometimes yeah. they wake up they'll wake up to that um and so i think again the perfect place to put it is in a hallway i also thought of the the you know the instance of um, you know hopefully it never happens but if you have a fire um it's illuminating down uh to the hallway which you know sometimes you get the uh smoke detectors that have a light on them but they illuminate from above and if there's any smoke that can kind of um you know mm-hmm. block it out a little bit so yeah it's, it's a it i think it's an actually a, a useful little tool and there's a lot of uh you know i think get a couple of them and put them in your hallways or put them in a room you know so that you have an immediate you can immediately find it you know and so then you can always find a flashlight you know in in, uh, in a power out situation how much is it? it yep they retail uh for the or the manufactured suggested retail price is a uh, 16.99 for one hmm. um i didn't see i didn't see where they had a, a msrp for the two-pack Did you look
1: online i mean did you look at the red cross I, store
0: yeah i tried to but anyway um okay. oh wait I no no i take there. that back i take that back yes 20 bucks for two at the red cross store okay oh, oh wow. 16
2: for one and 20 for two yeah kind, kind
0: of a no-brainer for, yeah, yeah. yeah um you can get the two-pack um you sometimes you can find them i found like at, at walmart online for 17.53 but the Red Cross store has them for twenty bucks, and that was the next cheapest that I found. Them. So they're easy to
2: find when the lights go out at the store, too. Cool, <laughs> yeah.
0: that's right. That's right. <laughs> nice
4: All right, uh, yeah. the
1: next, the next uh, Red Cross item. So they, they must have some kind of um, contract agreement with Eaton. Uh, but this is the Red Cross Eaton FR1 emergency radio with weather alert. So this this is actually the kind of radio that I've always had on my wish list, MJ. Shared a similar one yes. uh, a few episodes back was one of his WX resources. Yep. But th- the benefit of this is it's it's something you can hold in one hand. It can power lithium uh, lithium batteries with a hand crank. So this is we talked about this uh, with Jay the, the good old hand crank. Hear that baby
2: charging up? I hope you're cranking.
1: Yeah, I'm cranking, yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> so you can you can you can charge it with a crank. Uh, but you can also charge it with a USB charger. Sure. So this has this those two options. It's an alarm clock. It's an LED flashlight. So, there, so there's a little flashlight at the end of this bad boy as well. Uh, it has AM, FM, and the weather radio uh, via digital tuner. And it can actually, the other thing I like about this is on the back, you can plug in and charge your cell phone.
0: Uh, cool. which is oh, to
1: no me is way. cool because this is a hand crank powered device uh you can use this when you're out wherever and whether we're fishing or any of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff so I thought that was cool here's here's the one thing in looking at it is uh Jay talked about you can kind of tell the the quality and this is made of plastic uh the whole thing's made of plastic it's it's um you know, how durable the plastic is, I have no idea, but you can tell it's it's a plastic device. Um, it doesn't have a solar uh, charge on it, so it doesn't have a solar panel. And I know some handhelds like this come with solar panel, if that matters. I mean, there's still plenty of ways you can charge it Bumps that I like. And it does not have the, Maz, you were talking about the same technology mm-hmm. that allows you to pinpoint... And only get alerts when it's in your county and stuff like that. This doesn't have that um, okay. kind of technology in it. This You can get the weather radios and you can have it alert you when there's something in the transmitter area uh, to be aware of. But it, it just doesn't have the same technology. But uh, this uh, suggested retail price from the manufacturer on this is $39.99. Mm-hmm. So still for 40 bucks To me, with not only getting the cell phone charger flashlight and everything else included with it which is is awesome Uh, i did see it on amazon
2: for 33.85 uh so you can also uh, get that a little bit cheaper as well well it's perfect for your end of times people for christmas oh absolutely
5: (laughs) that's right that's right zombie they're called preppers doomed to say preppers right
1: yep all right uh on that note brady tell us a little bit about the uh safety tube
5: all right well I got the Red Cross safety tube which actually comes in a tube. here's here's the tube guys. it, it comes in a tube you, it looks like it can hold some tennis balls. So when you vent everything out, you can put tennis balls in that. but the first thing that I saw was the uh, they have a mer- emergency purified drinking water. I'm actually drinking that right now. Huh. But it's pretty good, you know. It's 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 not the worst <laughs> water. Oh, I just spilt it everywhere. That's all right. It's it's pretty good, you know. It's like it tastes like you know. It doesn't. T- it's not Brita quality. Absolutely not. Um, but it's, but it's, it's good. good. You
4: know? Is if there I'm, an emergency
5: I'm, I'm in, bib? No, there's no. Actually, well, there's an emergency mask. So you could wear this mask. There's. It's like a germ mask, I believe. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you yeah, can put absolutely. that on, and then and then have the water underneath it. So if you spill any water, I, I don't think that's what this is for. No, Doctor Brady. No. No, Doctor Brady. No. And then uh, another thing we have here is we have a tel- twelve-hour uh, light stick, or it's a so, sorry, twelve-hour. It's like a glow stick, basically a really powerful sure. glow stick that they put in there as well. So that's obviously got a T-Sys. <laughs> and they also have a whistle, uh, which I'll 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 demonstrate that to everyone. Oh. <laughs> All right, operator it's not hair. really working. Nice. You need a, yeah, you
1: need a little more hair. water. A little more yeah, water. Yeah, need a little more water.
5: But so that that whistles, I'm guessing for if you're in you know a sticky situation, you know you get caught under some debris or something like that, or a tornado or an earthquake. Hopefully, hopefully you know how to use it so, it so that it actually works.
2: You <laughs> not know how to blow a whistle? <laughs> I
5: don't know. it just didn't work. It worked before. And then lastly, we got Must some. Must be that uh, water. basically yeah if if, then there's if you've ever run a marathon uh that metal stuff the tin foil you put around your back to keep you warm there was that as well
1: emergency blanket Um, yeah
5: yeah emergency but it was yeah but it was like uh whatever that's called like aluminum foil or mylar Um, Mylar, yeah my what's that go for uh well the suggested uh price as according to uh google was six dollars and fifty cents so it's quite a deal just for the water alone. I mean, hey, you're, you're you know sitting at home and you want to drink a water and you can't find any. This is but like if you're in Mexico, you know this is a great option. Wait, so wait. It comes with, with water or it. It comes with the water. water. Yeah. It comes with the water. No, it, okay. it comes with oh, the water. Yeah. Water. This was
1: yeah yeah. Yep. It's it's amazing. definitely cool. You know, to me, it's one of those things where again, if if and I'm going to cover this as well with the, with the last product, but
2: um, to me, that's like a. <laughs>
1: Oh my Keep gosh! Oh, there
2: it is. There, 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 it is. Go. there you go. Too many salting crackers.
1: You got. You got to read the manual on how to use the whistle, Brady. <laughs> yes. Come on. Uh, no, to me, that, that'd be great, like a great, cool little uh, storm chaser, right? Storm chaser would oh, yeah. love something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. Throw it in the back Absolutely. of your vehicle. Um Because yeah. you never know it when that's going to come, it, come it. in handy. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So awesome. All right. Uh, and then the last thing we're going to cover uh, from the Red Cross is the Deluxe Emergency Preparedness Kit. Uh, and I'm telling you guys, this package is unreal. I, everything, it basically has everything for one person to survive for three days. It like, comes in one backpack. Like a backpack, yeah. It, it is. It's not like a backpack. Oh, this yeah, sucker fun, it yeah. is a backpack. It's You can wear it on your back and all that kind of stuff. Um, here's what this thing has. And again, I'm, I'm seeing this. As a great product for storm chasers, mm. uh, it's like their wet dream because they're going to be able to, to keep that <laughs> right. in their vehicle because they're Whoa. standing in the rain. Right. Well, they can keep this in their vehicle <laughs> and, and and have everything they need. Because listen, listen to what this comes with. First, it comes with the same Eaton weather radio that that I was talking about earlier, um, it, with the hand crank and the cell phone charger and all that kind of stuff. It mm-hmm. comes with that radio. Uh, it comes. So it's got the flashlight, all that kind of stuff. The front pouch has a 45-piece first aid kit. And so if you're going to get a first aid kit, get one from the Red Cross. So it's got all the first aid supplies you would need. That's in a package in the front pouch. I How many whistles? Have I
0: actually have one of those, and it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's good. It's a good first aid
1: kit. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it's got to come with one of the whistles. Then on the side pouch, it. it comes with a, a little personal hygiene comfort kit. So this thing's got your uh, soap, shampoo, toothbrush, toothpaste, washcloth, um, all that stuff. Because if you get stranded somewhere, you don't want to stink.
0: Correct? No.
1: (laughs) And then in the inside, the main bag, listen to what this has. It's got a flashlight with batteries, the emergency blanket Brady was talking about, food packets. So there's 2,400 calories of, of food bars that have a five-year shelf life. This this sucker's going to be around. It has 16 ounces of water in pouches, similar to what Brady was covering. Mm -hmm. Um, Those have a five-year shelf life. It has a rain poncho duct tape, because everybody needs duct tape. Always. It has a a three-and-a-half-gallon collapsible water container and a whistle. (laughs)
5: Yes! (laughs) Okay. Thank you. I want to hear you blow the whistle. See so how you, I, see I don't you know where do it. it is. Hey, no. It's, here's the thing. I,
1: I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pull this out. And I'm gonna tell you why in a second. Um, the The only thing, the only drawback I saw to this was it doesn't include a handgun or a field knife. That's that's about you know if, if I'm in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: That's oh, got everything God. I need except maybe a right. handgun or a field knife. I uh, might yeah. at least have
2: a crossbow or
1: something, right? Yeah, right. seriously, a crossbow. I mean, so I also, the.
0: I also didn't hear change of underwear.
1: Um, oh no. There there's oh. a washcloth. You could use the duct tape <laughs> oh, and just no, wrap Phil. the washcloth no. around you.
5: I, I would just I would just, just discard them anyway after that's, a while. That's when the Mylar place. becomes your lark. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh.
1: Oh, so the <laughs> manufacturer uh manufacturer suggested retail price on this bad boy is ninety-nine bucks. Um, and you, cause you get an unbelievable, uh, packages is, is awesome. So, and you can only get it at the Red Cross store. Uh, so if you go to the Red Cross store, uh, that's where you're going to find it. Um, and here's, here's the announcement we're going to, we're going to make. So stay tuned during the break and listen to how you can win this, uh, in one of our drawings. So we're actually going to give this deluxe, uh, preparedness, emergency preparedness kit. We're going to give this sucker away to somebody. That's cool. Um, and we're going to just listen to the break, and you can find out how to enter the drawing uh, to win this bad boy. So we're looking forward to that. So tell, here's what we want to know from you guys. Tell us what else is on your weather wish list for the holidays. Uh, you can comment by email at questions at stormfrontfreaks.com, or feel free to comment on our Facebook or Twitter accounts And we'll make sure next episode we share some of those responses uh, for everybody. So uh, we're going to go ahead and take another break. When we come back, we will share our Weather Fools and our personal holiday wish list on our WX resources.
0: All right, folks, it's contest time here at the Stormfront Freaks. Your opportunity to win a Red Cross deluxe emergency kit that comes with an Eaton uh, emergency weather radio as featured here on episode 14 of the Stormfront Freaks. To enter this contest, you need to do one of two things. Either go to our Facebook page at facebook.com/stormfrontfreaks, find the post about the contest, like us on Facebook and then share that post with all of your friends. You do those two things, you will get entered to win. Or you can go to our Twitter page at twitter.com/stormfrontfreak and again find the tweet tweet that tells about the contest. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and then retweet that contest message and that will also get you entered to win. Make sure you hurry because it ends December 14th. On December 15th on our show, we will select the winner of the Red Cross Deluxe Emergency Kit and the Eaton Emergency Weather Radio. If this was all a little bit confusing, just go to our webpage, stormfrontfreaks.com and you'll find all the details there. Good luck and now back to the podcast. All right, we um, we just got done
1: talking uh, over the break uh, what we are, are all want on our holiday wish list. Before we get into that, um, we're going to hit our, our weather fools, and we're kind enough, because our listeners probably re- remember that uh, last episode, we kind of told Brady we're cutting him off for a little while. Uh, we're kind enough, because it's all brotherly love uh, tonight. We're actually going to let him... Um, cover weather fool but brady i'll toss it to you first. go ahead
5: thank you phil all right so we're doing weather fools it's it's part uh it's where we basically take a look at uh some people and some silly things they might have done related to weather um i'll start us off with the weather fool so my weather fool this week 21 year old johnny mullins he's from jenkins kentucky as some of you know uh there have been some wildfires down in that area in kentucky tennessee even into parts of georgia and he was an aspiring weatherman. He's still in school. And what he did was he went out and actually he was covering the wildfires on his Facebook. He went out and actually set a fire himself so that he could get better coverage. And he posted it on his YouTube. And then the police picked him up because he had posted this video and, they were, and he was suspicious of why he was so close. And he later admitted that he was the one that said it. And now he's going to be going to jail. Oh, yeah. well, a different so kind of school kid, there. Kids, put that's that a lesson on your resume. To, <laughs> resume padding, you to, right? Yeah. You want to get some Facebook attention? Don't set a fire. That's that's the wrong thing to do. Anyway, all right, Phil, you're up. What's your weather? For all this right, week?
1: my my weather fool, uh, similar to last episode, um, this my weather fool is Minister Jesse R. Dunn Jr. I'm I'm throwing a name out there uh, in Texas. He was jailed for five and a half years for fraudulent use of Hurricane Ike funds. So he what happened was he used portions of the $1.3 million in disaster relief funds to purchase a 2015 Cadillac and numerous casino visits. Uh, so just a, another example of using disaster relief, fund, relief funds that are supposed to help people and to <laughs> rebuild uh and, and these were going to his church he ended up using it to buy a cadillac and, and go play some slot machines but my comment is yes jesse you are done
2: Bill <laughs> <laughs> no, did, did he
1: well. Right. did he did he hit big yeah, the I, have, I have no idea but he's gonna owe a yeah. lot of money and he's gonna have time <laughs> to think about it uh yeah. so we'll we'll post our weather fools we'll post that on our show notes if you want to go to stormfrontfreaks.com And you can actually view those and and, uh, learn about those. So uh, let's jump to WX Resources,
2: Maz. All right, thanks, Phil. Uh, So our weather resources today is a little bit different. Instead of the actual resources, it's going to be our holiday wish list. What are some of the things that we would want to have, uh, either as a stocking stuffer or Christmas gift? Just something that we would want. I'm going to go first. I actually have two. Uh, The first one, I've, I've always wanted to have an indoor-outdoor weather station, but not just anyone. I want it with everything. I mean, I want earthquake sensors. I want everything on there. So, you know, people, when the TV station goes out, everybody calls me, all right? That's the first part. The (laughs) second part is I want a rubber sling psychrometer because if any of you meteorology students out there had to sling one of those around, it's metal. You cut your head wide open when you hit yourself in the head with it. But if it's rubber, you're gonna walk away from this one. Okay.
1: You realize everyone's going. I I've never hit my head Google on with Google it. Maz Google is it. it. <laughs>
2: There's always one in the lab.
1: And his <laughs> anyway, name is
2: Maz. Yeah, no, no, yeah. it wasn't me. It was somebody. Okay. Somebody else. Anyway. All right. Of so course. let's go to Brady, the youngest, and uh, let's find out what do you want, young whippersnapper.
5: All right. You know what? Here's what I want. I want a, so this is going to be a very specific weather station. I also want a weather station, but this is the weather station of all weather stations. It actually, it's called the, um, the Netomo personal weather station. Um, you can actually check it on the phone. It's an indoor and an outdoor sensor. It measures temperature, barometric pressure, humidity, even CO2, uh, concentration. I believe it has a lightning sensor as well on it. Oh, nice. Um, which yeah, it's really cool because I think you know it's one you know it's one point to see what's going on outside, but then to compare it what's going on inside, I think that can that can be pretty cool. And, How much and you is can it? Also get, it's 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 one hundred and seventy bucks. So you know it's, not if not my bad. mom's listening, that's probably the only gift I'll get, but I'm good with that. But,
2: this you know, one's four hundred. I'm looking at.
5: Oh my gosh! Oh, whoa, yeah, man. Really?
2: I'm telling 400? you, four hundred. It even mixes you. It mixes you drinks. Okay. I'm just well, can can you get it on your phone though? I I don't
5: I don't know. Oh, that, that's kind of a deal breaker for me. Getting it on my phone would be, especially if I like a cold front's coming through. Oh yeah, getting it on my phone would be clutch.
0: That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool.
5: All right, MJ, what do you got?
0: All right. Well, you can tell we're all a bunch of weather geeks because I initially had on my list a weather station. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I have one, but it, it's pretty low end, and it uh, now. Couple of the sensors are not working properly on it anymore, so I would actually like a new one. Um, but and not because they were on the show, but AccuRate does have a nice line of personal weather stations. That's true. Uh, yeah, they, they have do. Uh, they have one. It's a wireless precision weather station for seventy nine ninety five. But I think you can find it a little cheaper on Amazon. Um, <clears throat> one place i think the msrp is 79.95 on it and it's it's wireless and it's not as full featured as the one maz was talking about but it's a good i think a good quality one for you know for basic a basic uh, weather enthusiast kind of a person and that would be kind of a nice gift but uh to go one one other thing i'll throw out there is one that i actually already sort of bought myself a, a christmas or an early gift or whatever yeah. to be prepared for the uh winter weather season and all of that. Well, aren't you nice Hi, <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm a great person to myself. Family's
2: getting nothing this year, right? <laughs> it,
0: it, it's Kind of a cool thing, and I think other people might be interested in, in them too. And there's a lot of different brands of this out on, on the market, but they now have um, very small, compact, um, essentially jump starters for your car that also have multiple other functions on it. And many of you remember, you know, they've out, they've had for a long time, sort of those bulky, lug-around kind of big battery things with the, with the uh, cables on it to jump-start your car, you know, kind of a thing. Well, now, they're the size of, of a shoe. I mean, they come in a, in a case the size of a shoe, essentially, maybe just a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can get various different ones. One that I bought was from DB Power. Uh, you can find it on Amazon, and, and they have a version, a 500-amp uh, version that can start most typical cars. For you know, fifty six ninety nine, and it will it will supposedly jump start the car multiple times uh, off the battery. It has built in USB, so you can charge your phone. It has a flashlight. It has you know all of those kinds of things. Um, doesn't have a weather radio, so it's, it doesn't you know it lacks that. But um, but it has an emergency flasher. It has you know several uh-huh. other l- little. Uh, it has a car charger, so if you want to charge it while you're driving. Obviously, don't charge it while you're not, or you'll drain your battery. But you can charge it while you're driving, and it's actually—they're it, really cool. Um, I actually bought one that was a little higher powered, a 600 amp one, um, and I think I got it uh, when Amazon did their big special thing, and I got it for 79. But it's generally 99. But for 50 to you know, for 50 to 100 bucks, uh, it's a great little gift. Now I jump-started our lawn tractor with it. I haven't done a car yet, uh, but the lawn tractor—I mean. Started right up, and it's got a little digital display. I lost one percent power jump starting the wow. tractor, so it's a really cool deal. So you know, it's not really completely weather related, but in terms of emergency preparedness or being ready for an emergency, I think it's a cool little gift. So there you go.
2: Neat, neat. All right, landfill. What do you all got, baby?
1: All right. So my my WX resource on my holiday wish list this year. You guys are are all geeking out about these weather stations, and I'm. I'm if you didn't. You can look at your phone and it there are apps that will actually tell you where you're at right now, what the temperature is <laughs> and what the wind speed is. And and you could actually you can buy these these smart watches where it will tell you on your watch. It's so cool. Phil, can, those like, aren't accurate,
5: Bill. Those aren't accurate. They yeah, aren't as like, accurate. No, there's no, microclimates no, that you don't understand that happen. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, which I don't, which is fine. Within the house. <laughs> within a right, with, <laughs> That here. may be the
1: case. I, all I'm saying is I just need a little more excitement than that. So on my wish list, um, we just got done a few episodes ago talking about drones. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what I want. There, There's a drone. It's uh, made by a company called 3DR. It's called the Solo Drone quadcopter. You can get it for $330 on Amazon, but you got to get it with the gimbal. It's an $88 gimbal because you also with it need to get the GoPro Hero 4 camera cuz it's mm. I don't want a drone to fly around. I can buy a $10 remote control car and run it around my backyard. <laughs> That's not going to do it for me. I I need camera. I want to record footage. I want to get some badass looking Thunder clouds and storm clouds and tornado footage uh, and you can get that GoPro hero camera for 280 so what whatever uh, you know my UMD math 330 80 and 280 whatever that totals which has got to be around six seven hundred bucks uh, nice. you can get a complete setup and and go absolutely nuts so this that is my uh, yeah that's where's my the first wish
2: list where's the first place you're flying
1: uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta wait. If I had it now, I'd go up to Minnesota and I, I videotape all these people driving in the blizzards up there right now. The, yeah.
0: The, I, I don't want to disappoint you, Phil, but if I draw your
5: name for Christmas, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> Phil, I, hey, the GoPro though, I do have a GoPro hero silver four and those things are amazing. So I, yeah, even if you don't get the drone, get the GoPro. I mean, you can do the time lapses are amazing, much better than your phone. Well, it, I thought
1: if nothing else, if I had the, the GoPro camera, I could chuck it. I, like chuck it in the air and I could get some good footage. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly.
5: Way. Some 360-degree some you know, camera shots. I like that, yeah.
2: Right. Okay. Wait, I want to add right. one. I want to oh, add that, that doggone uh, uh, Red Cross backpack. That
5: is sweet.
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool,
5: man. Someone's going to win that.
1: Cool. Someone's going to win that bad boy.
5: Family. All right. Put so my name
1: We'll post all that stuff on our website again, stormfrontfreaks.com. dot uh, com. Check out the uh, the show notes. We'll have all that stuff on there, so you can check out what's on our wish. Yeah, in case you want to, you know, buy it for us, that'd be cool. Uh, MJ, let's uh, finish up with some any listener questions or responses.
0: We got some listener comments this time. Uh, Twitter's been a, a, a uh uh twittering with us uh, at Stormfront Freak, <laughs> so um, we got a few at uh, B Keith. WX, uh, he shared a weather app uh, for us, um, so you can check that out if you go to At Stormfrontfreak. At uh, Storm Ray commented on the public's ability, uh, or in this case, lack thereof, to uh, grasp the differences between a winter storm watch versus a warning. We've got that going on in Minnesota right now. At mm-hmm. um, Twister uh shared uh, a couple of Supermoon photos with us. That was very nice. Uh, and with the addition of Jen Watson to our team, that brought out lots of well-wishers on Twitter, including at Dagny Soap Fan, at MDivine928, at Athens Tourism, and at DVR Bookworm, DVR B-K-W-R-M. and she got a shout-out from at Enjoy LaCroix.
5: Oh, LaCroix water. LaCroix. LaCroix. it so, definitely tastes better than that emergency purified drinking water. That it doesn't taste like...
1: better than my Holy Grail, uh, Holy Grail <laughs> ale. Oh, you right. So,
0: so keep <laughs> coming at Stormfront Freak
1: Cool. All right. Well, so that, that does it for this episode of Stormfront Freak's podcast. Uh, definitely. Thank you for listening. And we always say, if you like the show, uh, tell someone else about us. And and we're going to ask you special tonight uh, or tonight. You might be listening to it in the morning. But before you turn off your listening device, do us a huge favor. Go to iTunes and give us a review. If you didn't like the show, then tell us. We just gave you our, our email. We gave you our uh, Twitter and everything else. Tell us. But go to iTunes. Give us a review anyway. Even if you didn't like it, throw us a star or two. That's fine. We'll take it. Uh, We want to answer your questions or discuss your comments as we talked about what's on your wish list. We'll do that on future shows. So send us your thoughts to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or send a message on Twitter or Facebook. All you have to do is just go to those, search Stormfront Freaks. You'll find us. Special thanks to our guest, Jay Allen, and our friends at Accurite. Next episode in two weeks, uh, we'll definitely have the ladies back. Thank God. So for MJ Katie and Maz, I'm gonna signal the all clear and we will catch you next time. <laughs>
0: Adios. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks Podcast. To subscribe and be notified when new episodes of our bi-weekly show are available, you can go to iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app and search for Stormfront Freaks. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter at Stormfront Freak. We'd love to hear from you. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you're there, check out the interactive radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. Providing interactive weather content for web, mobile, and digital displays at cost-effective prices, zoomradar.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash stormfrontfreaks. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.